Welcome back, everybody, to Tailgates and Turnovers, the official film crew college football podcast, part of the Happy Hour Sports Network. Happy Friday to everybody listening. Uh, joining me today is Bennett, looking ahead at week eight. or week Yeah, week eight. What's going on, buddy? Not much, man. Just uh, it's Friday. I know we're going to get this out a little bit late, but want to get it out. I think we uh, – a lot of big games to talk about. Slate's pretty good, and, I mean, we've got some picks as well, so. Hell yeah. It's it's going to be weird for me. It's going to be the first bye week that I've actually had to be able to sit back and be able to watch other games pretty stress-free. Yeah, I um, I do not have a bye week. Not even no, close. No, you do not. <laughs> no. Oh, um, you got you got a date with Spygate. Yep. I actually, uh, I went on Bacon Wire the other night, and I, I felt bad. I, I was, I wasn't able to get on there right when they started, and I was late. And then um, it was the day before my son had some stuff going on, um, and he kept waking up. So then I, I was just like, guys, I gotta go. <laughs> I felt yeah. bad. That's tough, man. The everything went well with your kid, though. Yeah, everything's good. Thanks for asking. Awesome. No, glad to hear it, man. That's always good. But yeah, we got a pretty. Uh, Relatively stacked. Well, I don't know about stacked, but it should be a pretty good weekend. College football games, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's... Um, pretty top-heavy, it feels like. Yeah, there's, I think, four top 25 matchups, and then some that probably are right in that, like, that 25 to 35 range. So Right. Or maybe even yeah, a little should... lower. I don't know. Yeah, we should get some pretty solid, uh, pretty solid games there. Um, really looking forward to talking to them with you, but... I guess we should probably start with the elephant in the room. I kind of alluded to it a second ago, but Michigan being officially investigated by the NCAA. Dude, I just what a fucking idiot! I sending a, a low-level staffers the report around to uh, steal team signs, and supposedly it's some guy with a military background, so that makes it extra. Yeah, cool. I heard heard that too. Always got to support the troops. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. We'll see what comes. The NCAA's already going to be on his ass this offseason with everything that's been going on, so this definitely oh, doesn't definitely help his case. He is going to look very good in powder blue next year. You think he's coming to L.A., huh? Well, I think Lincoln's probably heading to L.A. He's staying in L.A. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's going to be interesting, and you know, I think a lot of people, ourselves included, kind of misrepresented what his initial issues with the NCAA were. Um, you know, there was always the the bit that it was just about a cheeseburger and stuff like that. But I mean, the reality is they kind of broke a lot of NCAA rules about COVID visits. Yeah. Um, yeah. It wasn't. And then, really he, as bad and then he lied. And then he lied to the invest, the investigators about it, which we did talk about, but like at the same time, like we, we kind of made light of the situation. I know I certainly did. Well, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, you basically give, Arizona State a one-year bowl ban, but then you can't do it to Michigan because they're Michigan. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just NCAA incompetence at its finest. Yeah, because, I mean, so a lot of those guys at Arizona State got totally – I mean, like, uh, Brenneman, like, he was considered one of the up-and-coming assistants, and he basically got blackballed. But, I mean, he's doing well with uh, his podcast and everything now. So, yeah. And, I mean, I think it should be pointed out. Uh, Arizona State did self-impose a bolt ban, which, you know, thank you for your service and all that. It's not like we were worried about them making one in the first place this year. No, they were they were kind of, I think 
if I remember right, the over-under was set at four and a half. So it's going to be pretty tough for them in the first spot. Yeah. I mean, they're what, three and four right now? Or two and five? Uh, something like that. They're not doing yeah. good. No, it doesn't yeah. get any easier for them. But, I mean, back to Michigan, like, <sighs> this is tough for me because this is one of this is one of those things where it's like, it doesn't really feel, at least based on what I understand the situation to be, it doesn't necessarily feel like it should be illegal. Because uh, they just went to, they went to games, right? Yeah, they were going to away games. I don't know. That's like, yeah, it shouldn't be illegal. Maybe you shouldn't be videotaping it if that's the case, but I don't were they know. actually Were they actually videotaping it? I don't know. I, the reports are all over the place. It's kind of impossible yeah. to tell at the moment. So the way I understood it, I could be completely wrong about some details here, but is that they sent staffers to these games, and maybe they were videoing it, but they went to actual games. They paid for tickets and went to games and stole the signs there. Like, I, I don't know. Like, isn't that just kind of gamesmanship? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you should probably be changing up your signs every week no matter what, but... Right. Whatever. I don't really care. They haven't played anybody good yet, so... Yeah, I mean, and the fact of the matter is that it is illegal, so, you know, whether or not it should be, he was still breaking, he was still violating NCAA rules, so... I mean, he absolutely deserves to get punished for it. This is just another weird situation, kind of like the whole cheeseburger thing. Like, should this really be illegal or something that we should be worried about? Yeah, I don't really care. It's just, I don't know, guy just shoots himself in the foot way too often. It just oh, gives yeah. him, it, this is just going to give him an easy out at the end of the year. Oh, and it's just going to it's just going to perpetuate the victim complex that that the Wolverine football program has given themselves. Yeah. If they Shut. if he does leave at the end of the year, who do you think they hire? You think they just hire Sharon Moore, one of those guys and promote him? I mean, I guess it's going to be depending on who's available, but now in the era of big game hunting for head coaches, like I don't know. I could I could see them trying to poke somebody. Yeah, I mean they're um, yeah. The uh, the last I mean Brady Hoke and Rich Rod didn't really work out. So we'll I, I guess we'll see or McElwain or not McElwain. Um, yeah, we'll we'll just see. I I feel like they're gonna get anybody. Yeah, they'll poach somebody from the NFL or another big conference. I just don't know who it would be. Hopefully they don't go after. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who they actually try to go for. Got to be a Michigan man. Yeah. Michigan man. Just an elite moral character. Yeah, just always. You know, we Tom, Tom Brady for head coach. Oh, man. Uh, do you, do you, like, do you remember? It's just like, is Wes Miles going to leave for Michigan? The most Michigan man of all time. Jesus Christ. What a joke. Yeah, no, he's done. But, like, that was always a – is he going to leave LSU for Michigan? <laughs> no. Why would you? Totally. Yeah, especially when they're in the shitter. But it remains to be seen what's going to happen. The Big Ten have been notified, and they're also investigating. I guess there were rumors that schools were considering not playing Michigan because of this. Uh First of all, it sounded like a cop out to me, but it also it was. Just, it was a I don't think it's no. True. The reporter that did that it was like a double negative. They were like, they are not not 
considering yeah, playing. I was like, dude, way to go, man. Like, this is your job. Why don't you just tell us what you actually meant to say? Yeah. Just say they're still going to play, despite no being offered to not play. Yeah, no one's not going to play them. It's it's most people's, you know, one of their biggest games on the schedule, and it's going to bring revenue to your school or, like, yeah, you got to play them. Like, do you think Ryan Daniels is going to be like, no, nah, I'm good. This no, is the guy like, who fucking hired private investigators to follow Harbaugh and staff around. No, according to, to Bucknuts, I think he just wants to beat their ass so bad. There's no chance in hell, and he's willing to like live or die by it. I remember Walmart Wolverine Forty Seven was talking shit. <laughs> oh, God, I don't have anything queued up for that. Oh, that was it was it was an all time rant, even if it came at Notre Dame's expense. Lou oh, um, <laughs> Holtz was probably like dead asleep by that point. But yeah, Jim. Jim likes milk, milking, uh, milking big money contracts without winning any titles. So, well, uh, stole play, stole plays, and he still couldn't beat fucking TCU. Got some outsource here. Big Blue has two meanings when it comes to Michigan under Harbaugh: school colors and what Jim does on the field. <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, shout out, Casey. You know he's good at this. Oh yeah. All right. That's a uh, classic right there. You want to just get yeah. into the games? Though? I don't think there's really any other news that's popped up. No, no news. Let's get into the, the big game of the week. The literal big game of the week? Yeah, the big, big noon game of the week of the century. This game should have been a wide out. Oh, for sure. It's uh, Yeah, Fox Big Noon kicked it, killed it. But yeah, Penn State going to Ohio State. Three versus seven. Or four versus seven. A, this is going to be a battle. Yeah. I um, you got any any just quick hits on it? I mean, I I know what I think is going to happen, but uh, you, like any analysis, I guess. I guess the problem for me is that like I haven't like watched a ton of Penn State playing. When I have watched them, they've looked good. So I I think it's just tough to go into the shoe and win if you're not a Michigan like team that's just been able to beat the shit out of Ohio State. But I mean, Penn State's looked. For the most part, pretty damn good this year. Yeah, I would I would say that they're um, the one thing that really scares me about Penn State is the defense. Sorry, I'll I'll start with this. The defense looks amazing. The thing that scares me is the offense. You know, they're supposed to have this immaculate offensive line, and they have really really struggled to run the ball this year. It's the it's the same exact thing that Ohio State deals with on the, the other side. It's either a big big run or it's it's no run. Yeah, like it's it's a two yard run or it's a twenty five yard run. There is no in between. Right. Yeah. So, and Ohio State's front is very good as well. So I think if Penn State can't get their shit together, it's just going to compound. Yeah, I. I I mean, mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie though. Allers look good. Yeah, he looks really good. He's got the. uh, He's a Ben Roethlisberger, Madden creator type. Essentially, he kind of bounces off people and just is able to, you know, chuck it in there. Yeah. Um, now nah, he's he's been very good at staying upright this season so far. And I mean, the the offensive line has helped. Uh, Fashunu is going to be like a top five, top ten NFL draft pick this year. Well, he's one of those ones that really hasn't shown me that he should be. Uh, you don't think? He it's um he's one of those maybe guys not in the run game, but 
Yeah, he didn't start playing until like his junior year in high school or whatever. He's just one of those yeah. guys. It's just raw talent. Mel Kiper. <laughs> you think this is slick back? This is pushback. Yeah. But um Yeah, yeah line the I, I, I think where I see this, I think it started at forty eight, it's down to forty five and a half, and I I fully expect this game to be a total rock fight and hit that under. Um I'm not I'm not walking that up by any means, but I don't see any I don't both these offenses don't do it for me and I don't see either one scoring twenty eight points against very, very good like top fifteen defenses. How have you felt about Kyle McCord this season? Um, he's fine. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm thinking too. Like he hasn't been bad, and I mean he's made the plays when he's needed to. Obviously, Ohio State's undefeated. Yeah, they um, I mean, they kind of teed off the last couple weeks, but it's also the, the they skill teed difference. off on teams you expect them to tee off. Yeah, it's, it was kind of the Ohio State. And it's uh. I mean, Maryland, he got off to a slow start, and in the second half he came out, and they were Ohio State again. Yeah. The defense held Maryland to a touchdown in the second half, and the offense scored 28 points. So, just I, I think he's going to face a lot of pressure this game. Um, it's I, I expect him kind of have a very similar game to what he did against um, Notre Dame. If that's yeah. – that's, like I expect this to be like a twenty-one to seventeen, a twenty-one to fourteen game. I can see that for sure, and I'm, I'm with you on the underhitting here. I just think both defenses are too good, and Ohio State's. If Ohio State does have a weakness, it's their secondary. That's kind of where the or not. Uh, yeah, Ohio State. Yeah, I would say that's on like, both sides of the ball. The, the front sevens on both sides are really, really good. Yeah, yeah, and the secondary for Penn State has been. It hasn't been bad, but it's had some moments. Yeah, I mean, they haven't really, they haven't really played anybody that makes me like. Even I mean, West Virginia has been their probably toughest test yet, and West Virginia, just being frank, is not very good at throwing the ball. So, no, they're not. Um, yeah, and yeah, I, I, I mean, we're. I'm not locking up either of these, but, like, where are you leaning as far as the game goes? It's at four and a half right now favoring Ohio State. As much as I really hate to say it, I I don't know if Ohio State's going to cover, but I like them to win it. Yeah, I I would say that. Like, if this – all of a sudden tomorrow it's, like, 1130 and this game's down to, like, you know, two and a half – I I would take I'd take Ohio State at that at that point. I, even then, I might just take Ohio State money line, even with the juice, and just say fuck it. Like if they win, they win. But it's just this is like it's an extremely hard place to play. It it's, is, uh, man. It's it's straight fucking Brantley Gilbert, country must be countrywide bumpkins all in the stands. Fucking like you know. Carhartt jeans and boots. It's it's pretty much when I went up there. It was pretty much I was I felt like I was looking at the opposite of an SEC crowd because in the SEC you uh you know you wear your polos and your yeah you know, your pullovers and, and it's basically just a bunch of guys in their fucking work boots and you know they they basically spent their monthly allowance that they made at Napa to go to the game. Blue collar baby. 
Yeah, bro, Ohio. Biggest city in Ohio, I will say that. I really like the city of Columbus. It's actually really cool. Yeah, no, Columbus is nice. I'm very trendy city, surprisingly. Uh, I know Columbus is usually one of the big, like, test markets for, like, new restaurants that, open, like, test new foods out. I don't know why that's the case, but apparently a lot of that, like, product or a lot happens in Columbus. Yeah, it's always fun whenever people are, like, talking about season in Ohio. Like, Cleveland, Cincinnati, it's like, yeah, well, Columbus is bigger than both of those. <laughs> Yeah, and it is something I like. I'll fully admit, like I forget that too. Yeah, but if you're uh, if you're ever there, check out the brewery district. It's a really cool place to be. Hell yeah! <clears throat> but I mean, yeah, that's that's all I gotta say. It's it's the game of the week by far. Maybe one of the, I mean, it's besides last week, Oregon, Oregon and Washington. This is one of the only top ten matchups. Like Texas wasn't ranked in the top ten when they played Bama. I think they were eleventh, and um, Oklahoma wasn't ranked in the top ten when they played or uh, Texas as well. So. Yeah, there's not going to be a ton more of these games left. Going to be well. There will be one more in this conference for sure. Yeah, for sure, maybe two. But I think I think actually I take that. I think FSU and LSU were both ranked top ten week one. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I think they were too. Now that you mentioned that. Yeah, I think it was like seven versus eight or something like that, or six versus eight. Yeah, I think one of them was ranked six. That sounds right. I think I think LSU was ranked higher at the time because they had to be because FSU were definitely were. FSU were dogs. Yeah, it's uh, not that we're getting down to the nitty gritty, and there's not going to be a ton more of these type of games left. So you got to save them when you can. But uh, if we're going to take something, I'm going to take Ohio State in the under. Yeah, I'm glad we're in agreement. You want me? To, uh, I'll list off the rest of the Big Ten, and we can kind of say if we have any plays. We can talk about them if we want. But we got Rutgers, Indiana, Wisconsin, Illinois, Minnesota, Iowa. Oh, we, we got to talk about this one. We will in a sec. Northwestern, Nebraska, and Michigan State, Michigan, which uh, I mean, we'll talk about it, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, not really anything to say on Rutgers, Indiana. I'm taking Rutgers. That's about all I need to say at this point. Um, Iowa and Minnesota, I believe. You're, 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 you're laying the six there? Or you're... Yes, with zero okay. hesitation. Okay. Minnesota, Iowa, the, uh, yeah, the, the under started at 32. It's down to 30 and a half. <laughs> and I believe this was the lowest under in like 20 years or something like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, shout out the troops. Air Force is playing Navy this weekend, and they're at 34. My Unreal. God. Unreal. Iowa, it's just sad, man. Like, it's fun to make fun of it just because it's it's very easy, and – Taking the under on this one, hey, I'm I'm hammering this under, but they gotta get it figured out. And they're too talented of a team to not fucking get that shit figured out. Man, I didn't know you liked to get wet. It fucking is what it is. It's I mean, there's there's no shot that the Gophers are gonna score enough points to cover that, and there's no shot Iowa's gonna score enough points to get up there. Yeah. This could very uh, well be like an 11-7 game. Yeah, what was last week? Was it 13-6 to against Wisconsin? 16-9, to I think. Ugh, gross. And Wisconsin's um, a fair bit better than fucking Minnesota. Yeah, um, I guess Wisconsin two-and-a-half point favorites at Illinois. You got any lean there? Badgers, if anything, I guess, but 
yeah. both teams have been very disappointing. I think uh, I think the thing with um, Mordecai being hurt is they're going to go back to just running the ball 35 times, and that might yeah. just be enough. But, yeah, they're hurt. Like, I would, wouldn't touch it. Northwest, Another. Northwestern, Nebraska, no thank you. Yeah, not touching it with a 10-foot pole. If I had to pick one, I'm going to take Nebraska just with the talent advantage. Yep. Uh, the only other thing in the Big Ten I'm touching is Michigan State covering 24 points. You think? Yeah, it's it's raining there right now. It's going to be raining tomorrow. It's going to be a it's going to be an ugly game. It's probably an ugly beatdown too. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I could see them covering 24. That is a pretty hefty spread, but man. Only thing I'd be worried about is, with all this news, Michigan might come out for blood. I mean, coming out for blood no matter what after last year. I mean, it's a rivalry game, yeah. Tunnel fight last year, yada, yada, yada. It's going to be ugly. Yeah. I I forgot to tell you. Earlier this year, I was watching – it was one of those Wednesday or Thursday. It was uh, New Mexico State versus Florida International. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's Jerry Kill is the coach at New Mexico State, and then uh, the old Colorado coach, what's his name, like uh, McIntyre, the old Colorado Boise coach, something like that. Yeah, Mendenhall. Yeah, he, yeah, something like that. I don't know. I don't remember his name. His, I remember his kid was quarterback while he was there. And um, yeah, fucking, they almost. I, New Mexico State also only has one tunnel, and uh, they almost got into a fight. Like they had to come separate shit quick. Like yeah. One one tunnel is a is a portal. Yeah, dumb. It is. But yeah, but does that absolve? Like I don't know. Like, no, yeah, it was no, tunnel, no, it but... doesn't. It doesn't absolve what happened. I'm not defending what happened. No, no, no. I'm not saying you are. Some no. people were though. Yes, some people were. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, Caton looked fine. Rushing looked a little be- better last week, but it was Rutgers and it wasn't Michigan. Um. If Rutgers can cover 24 against Michigan, I'm on the road. I'm convinced Michigan State can cover 24 against Michigan in a rivalry game at home. That's fair. That, that is my dumb brain take of the day. No, I get it, especially with the weather being what it is this week. But if that, if that holds, then it definitely see it being, being covered there by the Spartans, even if, it, even if it's not, like, you know, a good game. Yeah, and I just don't trust Jim to open up the playbook for JJ, and that's – Kind of what they would do to need to blo- be able to do to need to blow them out. Completely. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, so I, I, like, I, can I, see, I can see this being like thirty-one to ten, maybe thirty-one thirteen. Yeah, what's the total on this? Forty-six. So like thirty-one thirteen would be right around there. Yeah. Hmm. I, I don't hate that. I think I think it's a. Pretty solid play there to take the cover. I don't know what I like on, in terms of the total, but um, you think they could put up a couple touchdowns, or you think? I mean, I don't think the defense is going to be able to stop them. I think they can score at least ten points, and the team total set at ten and a half. Okay. And the, uh, I mean, the defensive line has been okay at times, and I think they'll probably get up for this game against you know. The re- so they're taking the like running Remington Award team. Yeah, so they're taking like a thirty-five ten game. 
Well, yeah, which is right on with both. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I would take the over on that. I don't think it'll be by. But I, I'm kind of with you there. I think I think they'll be able to put up more than ten points. Been around again. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Means more, man. Rematch of the game of the year last year. Jump in the SEC. Tennessee on the road at Alabama. This is going to be a very different football game from last year. Very different because both defenses look very good and both offenses look very bad. Whereas last yeah. year, what was last year? 48 to 45, maybe? I thought I got up to the 50s. I thought it was 52 to 55. Oh, Jesus. Sure. I don't know. It, there, was like, there was like 21 points scored in like the last two minutes. Like, it was insane. Yeah. Um, but this year, spread is set. It's gotten down to eight. It's back up to nine and a half, favoring Fine. Alabama. I was about to say, Bama favored. This yeah. is in in Bryant Denny this year. I don't know, Tennessee, man. Tennessee hasn't won this game two years in a row since I think what I saw was two thousand four. I was about to say it's been. I mean, I mean, we saw how long it been since they won. Period. So, yeah, yeah. Give me Bama. I'm I'm with you, man. Like honestly, Joe Milton has just not shown me he can do anything, fucking anything, and yeah, let's show I shit. Will, I will say the Tennessee defenses looked very good, but I expect yeah, it's been better than we. I expect Bama if they need to, they can go out there and score twenty four and maybe hold Tennessee to ten, or like yeah. score twenty eight and hold them to ten. Yep. So play calling savant Tommy Reese is going to be in his bag for this one. He's going to make sure that uh, you know they do what they need to do to get some points on the board. Yeah, not locking this up by any means, but I'll win Bama in the under forty eight. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, rest of the SEC, Mississippi State heading to Arkansas, uh, Carolina heading to Mizzou, Ole Miss heading to Auburn, and LSU is hosting Army, right? Army, yes, the Army. They're hosting the Army. No, no, Jonathan Majors though. We 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 got to root for the troops, right? You think the troops can cover thirty-two against an offense that scored five hundred? Or uh, had 500 yards in, what, five straight weeks? Oh, absolutely not. But I'm just rooting for him to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I mean, I'm pulling for him, but I don't have much faith. Army has Army has not looked very good in most games. The one game I saw where they looked fine was against Syracuse. But that was also when Syracuse had all of a sudden lost, like, five starters for the year. So Yes, Syracuse is kind of looking like some frauds themselves. Yeah. Um, Ole Miss Auburn kind of seems a little trappy. Could be spicy. Yeah, yeah tra- a little trappy at six and a half. Um, Ole Miss, Ole Miss definitely been. I mean, you, you see all of a sudden later in the year these teams going to Auburn, and Auburn gives everybody scares. Like, it, yeah, they're frisky. It they've, been fr- they've honestly been frisky all year. They just haven't been able to put it together for the wins. Yeah. I mean, that, that game was originally at, like, three. So, people are starting to put money on Ole Miss. Miss. I might. If that keeps going up, that gets over a touchdown. I might do that. Um, Take Auburn? Yeah. I'm taking a – I don't know, man. I, dude, that's – like I said, if it gets over a touchdown, Ole Miss, Ole Miss has, like, really come down from earth since they beat LSU. That was, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. But both games, they looked pretty shaky. Yeah. This might, this, might be a, this also might be a get-right game for them. So, yeah, I, 
I'll probably stay away from that. I, I, I'm probably going to take Ole Miss, honestly. Um, got a little, I, I thought I got a little too much faith in Lane's offense, and I understand that Auburn's been pretty frisky, but I just don't think it's going to be enough at this point. Yeah, um, I am. I I am actually playing Arkansas at favored by six. I'm laying it. Don't hate it. Mississippi State not has not it. looked very good, and like we said, Arkansas is not trying – they are not laying down and dying. I think um, this will probably be a week that they want to show people that they can actually do the thing. Yeah, Mississippi um, State's just kind of a brother list right now. Yeah, they just kind of lost. Um, I, I, don't ex- I don't expect Zach Arnett to be back next year. I don't either, but, I mean, it's just put in a really tough situation for him. Yeah, uh, I had a prop. I had a KJ on that at over one and a half passing touchdowns as well. Yeah, I I definitely think uh, both teams will be able to put some points up. Arkansas defense, from when I've been able to watch them, has not really impressed me a ton. So I don't know. I think both teams will be able to put some points up. Yeah, and then um. Carolina at Mizzou. Mizzou's favored by seven and a half. You got anything? Tale of two teams. Tale of two off seasons, I guess. Uh, Mizzou definitely trending up after after last season. And South Carolina, they gave up a pretty pretty bad uh, couple games there to close out last year, and that momentum just seems to have carried forward. Um, Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler. Over over fifty nine. Yeah. I don't hate that. South Carolina's defense has been trash, and Mizzou's been able to. But I, I, the thing is that, like, Spencer Rattler, I don't think has been the problem there. No, not at all. And that's like his why line I'm, is just uh, terrible. That's why I'm also, I mean, player prop. I'm on Mizzou. It. I'm on Mizzou, but I'm, I'm, I'm not comfortable with it. I'll, I'll hit the, the over. Uh, but I'll, I'm, yeah. I'm hitting both quarterbacks. Uh, Spencer Rattler getting 269 yards and Brady Cook getting 283. Yeah, I could see that. Carolina's giving up quarterback more... Brady Cook. Yeah, dude, I, you don't want that. Carolina's giving up. Uh, Carolina's giving up more passing yards in the last month than any other team. Yeah, we talked. I mean, we talked a, a little bit about LSU's pass defense being tough. Cox defense has been bad. Oh yeah. Real bad. Well, yeah, I don't really have a ton more on that one. I, I do think Mizzou's going to win this one. I I honestly do feel pretty comfortable about it, but um, it, it, conference games, you never know. Like South yeah. Carolina is definitely not; they're definitely not one in five bad. Yeah, um, they've had some tough breaks. Since we're since we're here in the SEC, did you see the uh, AI generated photo of the stadiums for the SEC? I did not. I'll have to send this to you later. Somebody did a uh, AI generated of what it would look like if each stadium in the SEC held a million fans. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It looks awesome. I'm sure. It's, I mean, the stadiums look the same, and they're just wide out. Like, Mizzou has a field that comes up, and it's just, like, 200,000 people on, like, a field. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right. Um, yeah, SEC is kind of weak this week. Much like the Big 12 is kind of weak this week. Where Big 12 is crazy weak this week. It's like, unless... Yeah, unless Texas or Oklahoma are playing somebody at the top, it's not good. But, yeah, TCU-Kansas State uh, rematch of last year's Big 12 championship game in Manhattan. Yeah. K-State's favored by six and a half, and I'm feeling pretty comfortable taking that. 
Oh, 100%. Avery Johnson's been playing very well since he got the call. Um, and, and TCU, just another another team that's kind of rudderless after last season. Obviously, right after they won the net, or got to the national championship, nobody's going to be calling for Sonny Dyke's head. But, man, the recruiting didn't really take a big jump like it should have. And then the results on the field just aren't really showing anything either this year. Yeah, they um, they had a decent, I would say, decent recruiting like turnout, but uh, it was still a lot, just like built through the portal. Yeah, which I mean, yeah. there's no there's no reason that can't be a somewhat viable strategy as long as you're good at you know college player evals. But I think scheme fit matters a lot more when you're talking about transfer portal guys than it does for high school kids. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, high school kids, you can you can adjust, you know. Yeah, like Josh Josh Hoover, for, who filled in for uh, Chandler Morris. I mean, he's a he's a freshman, and he was the forty second ranked quarterback in the class. Yeah, which I mean, quarterbacks are iffy. Like, you can always sometimes find a guy. Yeah, a lot of yeah. it, a lot of that is development too. Like, it, it's tough for when you're talking about like rankings and things like that because I, I think we both kind of agree that on a macro level, stars definitely matter in terms of how good your team is. But on an individual level, like r- rankings can be wrong. Yeah, but K State minus six and a half, lock it up. Yep, lock it up. All right. Uh, elsewhere, Baylor, Cincinnati. Yuck. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. UCF at Oklahoma? Eh? Nah, nah give me OU. 17 and a half? Yeah. Okay. I'm not, I'm not playing that, but I, I like it. Um, Oklahoma State at West Virginia. That's somehow maybe the best game of the week. I think this is the, this is the actual best game of the week in the Big Twelve. It's just those other two teams will be getting the national spotlight. Yeah, which is understandable. But yes, West Virginia, man, they've been pretty damn good this year. Yeah, I um, the worst, the thing that sucks is once. Like, the TCU game, all of a sudden they had, like, three guys get stretchered off in the secondary, and we saw it against Houston. Their their secondary is just beat up, literally. Like, it, I mean, like, and they weren't really that good to start either. Yeah, like, they, they looked okay. Um, like, TCU wasn't able to throw on them. Uh, they, I mean, they, they held Penn State where they could. Like, I mean, they, they just tried to stay. That was a, a Marcus Freeman, Ohio State special, just try and cover and not win from last year. Yeah. Good, good teams win, great teams cover, baby. Yeah, so and uh, they they didn't cover, but they got close. I think they lost yeah. by a point. So I I'm not playing this, but Alan Bowman, former Michigan, former Mi- or, uh, Texas Tech quarterback, has actually looked very good the last couple weeks, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. Oklahoma State's offense is buzzing. I'm taking him at over one and a half passing touchdowns because I haven't seen anything from Oklahoma State that they can run the ball either. Yeah, I like that play. Yeah. You got, uh, who are you taking in terms of the spread? Are you touching this one? Not touching it, but I would keep riding the nears. Yeah. That's, Three uh, and a half, so if it gets less than a touchdown or less than a field goal, I might. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like the nears in this one too. I, I, I'm honestly just really impressed with how they've been, how they've played this season after – you know, we talked about it all last season. Neil Brown probably could have slash should have been fired uh, last year. 
but he's turned it around. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, we talked about how some of the other schools don't have the money to do it. West Virginia doesn't even have the money to have an English program anymore, so. Oh, no. Yeah, like, their their school is struggling in general, so you think they're going to. Buyout's just not really in the cards. I I, I think his buyout last year would have been, like, 30 million bucks, so. Good God, that's SEC money. Or maybe, like, 20. Like, it was a lot. Yeah, either way. But, yeah. Impressed with what they've done so far, um, Neil Brown. I, Neil Brown, we always believe in you, always. Never, uh, never a doubt, huh? Yes. Uh, Texas heading to Houston. Houston's been. Houston's they're been probably, bad. They're probably the worst of the of the newcomers this year. I would say, oh, right? For sure. I mean, they they lost some guys in the transfer portal. Like they, I mean, they lost Tank Dell and like all those guys to the NFL that have been there for so long. Like. They lost some guys on defense, and they're 23-and-a-half-point dogs. It's just – it's too many points in the game that doesn't fucking matter. I don't know which way to go with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is going to be a dude touch for me as well. Texas Tech heading to Utah to play BYU. BYU's been a weird one this year. Early stages, it looked like they were really going to be doing all that well. Um yeah, you think they, they kind of turn it around? Satake's like they kind of they kind of come on this past few weeks. Well, we know Texas Tech likes to throw the ball, and they just gave up 460 yards last week to TCU. Yeah, very worried about that defense. Yeah, but it's three points, and I I mean you're going from flat West Texas to altitude like that. I'm not. You're gonna float sure. it. Yeah, I'm not sure how it's gonna go. And once again, Texas Tech is on like their fourth quarterback, like. Yeah, yeah, they've had they've had it rough in terms of that depth chart in that room. Yeah, I, I'm not touching that. I'm no me. I don't have a lean. I highly suggest you just stay away from it. Yeah, this this one is like a legit do not touch. Like I don't even want to say like if I pick someone. Yeah, it's brutal. Um, okay, Duke. Heading down to Tallahassee, ACC. Second Will game Ryan, of the week? Might be the second best game of the week? Uh, Probably. Is Riley Leonard going to play? I don't know. And that's, we, that's like, where we, I'm struggling. Like. We will not know. And we said it last week. Henry beat, I don't know. I still don't know how to say it. Bellin? I, I don't know. Like we said, it sounds like the most Duke, Duke person of all time. Henry Bellin the fourth. Yeah, <laughs> the fourth. I hope he goes by Hank. Um, That'd be sick. <laughs> yeah, I, I. I don't know. I Florida State I just. I mean, we talked about it last week. Like, it feels like Florida State's just kind of turned on buzzsaw mode after no, that. Yeah, close... I, was, I was about to say it. Like, it's like after BC, like they they had something to prove, and they're in. Especially, like we said, there's. There are undefeated teams in the Power Five conferences. It's it's almost BCS level where you need to go out and beat people by a lot to like prove your case. Get the style points. Yeah. So, I the line keeps moving up. So I that tends. I think Ooh. it started at twelve and a half. So that tends to make me think Riley Leonard will not play. Yeah. And this Knowles <sighs> this, this this Knowles defense is not bad. By any means. 
No, 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 no. It is definitely not. It's an old defense, and that front is disgusting. Yes. And then Duke can run the ball a little bit, but Duke also has a very good defense. So I'm Duke's Duke's front and Duke's secondary is very good. Where they where they struggle is if you can get to the, the middle, like those linebackers are kind of where you yeah. have an opportunity to like bust off an extra five yards with a missed tackle. So Yeah, line linebacking four is definitely I wouldn't call it a weakness, but if if, if the Duke defense has a weakness, it's not. Yeah. I I just don't I, know. Like, they're, Duke is such a well-coached team, though. Like, yes, that is the case. And we've seen that he can game plan very well for everybody. Yes. I think that's kind of where I struggle because, like, in theory, Clemson is infinite – or not Clemson. I mean, this kind of harkens back to the Clemson thing, though. Clemson is infinitely more talented. Florida State is infinitely more talented. And – the two teams that like out talented them this year, they've kept it close with, or just outright beat. Yeah. So I, I'm going to lean Florida State. If it gets under two touchdowns, I I would probably play. Yeah, yeah, I'm with I, you there. And I think the thing about the Clemson game too that people kind of forget is that Clemson did have like over 400 yards of offense on that defense. Yes, they just could not score. They the turnovers not. just yes. killed them. Turnovers everywhere um i also another injury this is a play if you need one i'm not sure if johnny wilson is going to play he's been injured for florida state interesting keep keep riding that baby boy keon coleman yeah <laughs> Six, coleman. 68 68 and a half receiving yards go, go dude, over man. i i do he is working himself into a top 15 like secure pick yeah he's definitely gonna Almost certain first rounder. Yeah, I, I would say no for sure. He's going to go in the middle of the first round, I think. Yeah, it it, it might be like last year, like Marvin Harrison goes really high, and then it'll be like all of a sudden at like twenty through twenty five, like five right receivers get pick. I I can see that being the case because we that happened last year with what uh, Addison Flowers, Quentin Johnston, like all of a sudden they all went back to back to back to back to back. Right. So I can see that with like some of those guys. I could as well. Um, yeah, he's he's going to be very good. But I, I'm I'm inclined to take uh, Florida State as well. It's just going to be tough to uh, – man, it's just so many points for a defense that really has done a good job at limiting opposing offenses. It's, it's hard to weigh more than two touchdowns, and that's why – I don't know. Total total yeah. is like – total is set at 49.5 too. Like I – who knows what is going to happen. Yeah. Um, for sure. Next rest, up, of the AC, rest of the ACC is pretty crappy except for one. Um, Boston College, Georgia Tech, nah. Um, nah. Pitt heading to Wake, nah. UVA heading to Chapel Hill, nah. Easy. 23 and a half? Oh, yeah. All right. UVA is trash. And, but there is one other good game. Clemson heading to Miami. Is it going to be good, though? I don't think so, because you got the same guy wearing the fucking headset for Miami. Yeah. Like, this is just... This was the Mario Crystal Ball experience, and we've just kind of seen it game in and game out. Like, I I have not really been a firm believer in the Canes. I've been reluctantly admitting that they're a decent team, but, like, I, I don't think it's good enough. And I also think... Clemson, 
Clemson's really got something to prove right now. Yeah. Like they they they're still in New Year's Six contention at the end of the year. They're still in ACC championship contention. Like oh, 100%. So I do think they're going to go out there and beat the shit out of Miami. Give me lay yes. it. Oh, they're going to smoke Miami in my opinion. Lay it. Give me the give me the 3 points and honestly, I think they're probably going to try and get Kate Klubnick going really like I mean, we've always said you need to get Will Shipley the ball. I'm I'm taking Klubnick over one and a half passing touchdowns. If even if Shipley gets a touchdown, it's probably going to be a passing uh, reception. So, yep. I, yeah, gross. Miami just, I mean, obviously the loss against Georgia Tech, like it wasn't that they really out talented Miami, although that defense did allow Georgia Tech to just drive right down the fucking field. But then, like Carolina, like Carolina handled them. Yeah, gross. So. Not not yeah. super high on the Canes at this point, so I, I definitely am with you there, feeling very comfortable taking clubs in. Yeah, the only um, uh, other player prop I had was Amari and Hampton going for ninety three against UVA. Like you said, UVA is just okay. Lost my place. Not cutting this. No, of course not. Pack twelve. Well, we do it live and uncut around here. Yes. Pac-12. Pac-12. Utah, Utah heading to Hollywood. Man. <laughs> it's going to be tough because, like, USC is not going to lose all of these games down the stretch. They're going to win a couple of them. The question just kind of becomes, which one? Like, which game are they going to win? Because, like, their defense, honestly – and this is more an indictment on Notre Dame's offense last week than anything, but the defense looked decent. Well, I'm going to say, I mean, Utah is running the Iowa offense, so, like, they are not going to be able to I, – I, I have zero faith that Utah can score more than 21 points. Yeah, but can, can USC? Against Utah? I don't know. I was saying it last week after – or earlier in our recap, like, this is arguably a better defense than Utah, and I mean, I think they're de- like it's just very similar to Notre Dame's defense. Yeah, I, I I would say the one thing I don't think Caleb Williams is bad enough to have back to back bad games like that. No, I don't think so either. But I I don't think it. I honestly don't think this game was as much about Caleb Williams. Although I do think that game did highlight a lot of his flaws. But that offensive line is just not good. Like, they overachieved last year. They overplayed what their actual talent level is, and it's showing this year. 100%. So, like, that's the thing. Like, if Utah can get pressure consistently without, like, having to do a ton and can keep guys back, which they're good enough defense to do, like, can USC put those points up? And I'm not sure that they can. I can't get it out of my head. The play when Caleb Williams is about to get sacked and he just threw the ball into the ground. Just like, do I a just, duck. Just yeah. <laughs> just just and took. He was like grounding. Whatever. I'm just fed up. I've been sacked four times already. Like yeah, we've all been that. Like we've. I mean, we've all thrown up ducks in our life just in random moments. But like the the weak point of Utah is their secondary. Uh, like their secondary is not as good as Notre Dame's. I say the front seven is pretty comparable. I would agree. Are the USC receivers really that good? Like, is Brennan Rice any good? I would say Brennan Rice is very good. Who I have been honestly kind of disappointed with is uh, Branch. Yeah, but he was hurt. And, like, 
He was. He is a true freshman at the end of the day. I know he is, but I, it's more of a hype thing than it is anything about his actual talent level. Like he, he obviously, that, I, I still saw that one big run he had against Notre Dame. Like, yeah, he did. Yeah, like he, but he, he, he he'll get his. He, I mean, it was in the backfield, and he is not able to read a hole. I can tell you that because he ran right into the back of his lineman, and he was just <laughs> able to fucking bounce out. Yeah, he's not going to be a, a Debo type at this at this rate. Um. Maybe not yet. Maybe in a little bit. He could be. Yeah. Know. No, I'm just saying, not yet though. Not yet at all. Yeah, but I, I, again, I think it all just kind of comes down to the trenches. Whenever USC is playing a team, like if they're if Caleb Williams is able to sit in the pocket for ten seconds and his receivers are able to, it, it just kind of turns into backyard football at a certain point, you know? Yeah. Dude, just get open. He's able to make a play, which good. Like that is not an indictment on Caleb Williams at all. It's just, I think it's something that, like, it looks good on a highlight reel because he's running around and making plays and stuff like that. But I think if you're watching the game with a critical eye, you kind of have to take that into account and be like, well, like, how how is he on schedule against a good defense? Yeah, I guess. Or when, it, or when a team gets pressure on him. Like, we saw it against Notre Dame. Had his worst career game because he was getting pressured. He got sacked, like, six or seven times. Yeah. Life's got too big. We didn't see that last year at all. No, we did not. Yeah, I guess we got to stop pussyfooting around and make a pick. USC favored by a touchdown right now at home. I'll be a hater and take Utah. Fuck it. See, I I know we've talked about it in the past. I feel like that's going to be such the trendy pick this week that it's just not going to work. Oh, I agree. I, I mean, I'm, this is not a confident pick by any means. Yeah, I'll um, I guess run opposites. I'll, I'll lean USC covering a touchdown. I just don't have any faith this Utah team can score any points, like against whoever they play. Devil's advocate. We literally yeah. said the same thing last week. Yeah. Okay. Okay. USC was at USC was at home is at home this week though. I mean, yeah, I could definitely see USC covering by a touchdown here. It's just like if any defense is going to make an off a stagnant offense look good, it's this one in theory, yeah. which we also said last week and that didn't play out, but ended up not being a big deal. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, okay, well then we're there. You got anything on the over? It's at fifty three and a half. Ooh. I'd probably lean over, pack 12 overs. I mean, usually, especially when the defense is as bad as USC, so I feel like an over is a pretty good bet. Okay. I'm cool with that. Um, rest of the Big 12, or uh, Pac-12. God, my God. My brain. <laughs> um, Wazoo's heading to Oregon. Don't feel great. one and all? Yeah, don't feel great about that one. Um, I mean, Wazoo just got they just got the shit kicked in by Arizona. Yeah, it's twenty points for Oregon, but I will say Oregon. Um, I was I was confident after the Colorado game they would go out and run it up, and like they weren't able to do that even against Stanford. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but then speaking about that, or speaking of two Pac-12 after dark games, we have UCLA at Stanford, and we have Arizona State at Washington. I mean, I like UCLA a lot in this one, and I also like uh, – I mean, Washington is a wagon. Like, what's the, what's the spread on the Washington game? 26. Yeah, give me that all day. 
Confident. Confident. I've been going back and forth on this one. Where do you think Michael Penick's yards will be? It's at 360 and a half. Over. Over. You think I'll hit 400? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of leaning that way. Um, yeah, I don't know. Stanford's kind of shown some life. I'm not too confident UCLA can cover 17 because Dante Moore can't. Doesn't he? I know how good Dante Moore can. Even he's shown he can get the job done yet. No, nah, he's had a, he's had a pretty pretty pedestrian start. Yeah, that's um, that's the best way to put it. I mean, last like I said last week, Chip Kelly lost all confidence and they just ran the ball even when they were down by like I think it was 18 at the time. Yeah, so nah, they they did, and you could definitely. You can definitely tell pretty quickly uh, where where they felt they were with Dante, and you know it's nothing on him. Like he's a true freshman. If anything, like it might just be an overhyped thing, like with a lot of these true freshmen. I know, I know, I'm going to be on the receiving end of it myself whenever uh, CJ Carr finally gets on campus next year. But you know, you just kind of have to roll with the punches when you're t- dealing with the freshman quarterback. Yeah, talk about a Michigan man. <sighs> all right, um, <laughs> yeah, that's all. I mean. That's it. Like, th- those games, not too much to talk about. Like, I'm assuming UCLA will beat Stanford comfortably, and I'm assuming Washington will beat Arizona State very comfortably. So, yep. I don't, yeah, I, I guess I would I would probably play Washington. I probably wouldn't play UCLA. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. It's uh, That would just be kind of tough to, to swallow um, with how stagnant UCLA's offense has been and with Stanford showing some life. Yeah. But you got any other games I've uh, that you're putting plays on you want to talk about that's not in the Power Five? Yeah, I've got a few, actually. Uh, first one I like, uh, we're going to keep going with the Meep Meeps. I'm going to take UTSA by three. Uh, just like the matchup a lot. Uh, obviously, UTSA hasn't been the same team as they were last year, but uh, still a pretty solid ball club. Uh, I think they're going to take this one. So, um, I'm not playing that, but it's, it's, in, the, uh, it's in the ELO trend so this it's an elo game sweet but do you want to hear about last night's elo game hit me with it uh thursday night tulsa was supposed to win money line and they lost by 32 to rice so got whooped yeah um but earlier this week so wednesday night jacksonville state won and they were money line dog like it's, it's, it works really well in the money line dog category when you can find it. Yeah, um, money, money line favorites though. I, I feel like that's just more the risk to reward is probably yeah worse it's, off there. It's hard. and like I said, it's, it's still covering like uh, around sixty five percent of the time, but the actual um, money line like wins are way more. So yeah, hmm. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm I got one. I'm rolling with. SMU tonight. Are you? The okay. only Friday, the only Friday game. Uh, twenty-three and a half, huh? Oh man, I got it at twenty and a half, but I'd still take twenty-three and a half. And I will Wait. tell you, Temple sucks, and yeah. Philly can only have one nice thing at a time. And the Phillies are in the fucking NLCS. You saw it with the Eagles last week; they blew a fucking game. So that's true. Philly can only have one nice thing at a time. I man. That's the hard-hitting analysis we pay for here. Yeah, plus I, I really think SMU needs to go out and run it up on somebody, and Temple's not good. That's true. Yeah, um, no, I, I could see that. I just, man, whenever you get spreads above 20, 
especially with teams who are like kind of in a similar tier. It's just kind of just gets dicey. But yeah, I mean, Temple's just been really bad this year, and SMU. I wouldn't even call them underperforming. Like they're four and two, but just hasn't been necessarily the season that they wanted. Like yeah. They lost like some of their losses, they got doubled up by TCU and then Oklahoma. Like they held Oklahoma to 28. I think that's probably the lowest the team's held Oklahoma this season, but they themselves only put up 11. Yeah. I was going to say that was, I mean, they're typically an offensive team. So, well, and then uh, I got some Sunbelt picks, of course. Dude, all right. Well, Sunbelt Friday. Yeah. No, no, they're tomorrow. That's the only game tonight. Only yeah, that's the only one tonight. Uh, yeah, Eagles, George Southern Eagles covering 17 against UL Monroe. UL Monroe is not good. And Eagles, typically after a loss, come out and smoke whoever they're playing. And, we, I mean, we've kind of been on uh, my my alma mater most of this year. And, I mean, they've – Oh, yeah. I, I, would say, I would say overall they've done a good job. So. Yeah, what's the line you have? I've got 17. Okay, yeah, I see 17 as well. Yep, I like that. Yeah, you might be able to find a half a point or something. I don't know if you want to shop around. But then uh, I've got the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers beating the shit out of Arkansas State. Arkansas State is still bad. Um, this I had this at 10. Now it's at 8. So yep. I, I might double up. I don't know. Or I might just ask if I can change it. We'll see. Yeah, I'll tell you there. I've got – so one of mine, this was going to be a little, little spicy pick. Uh, I've got Old Dominion. ODU? Yep. And I when I saw spicy. it, when I saw it, it was a six and a half. It looks like it's five and a half now. Um, yeah. And this, this game is actually going to be on NFL Network, which is funny. Um, <laughs> and speaking of some of the network games, you got fucking North Carolina, Virginia on CW. Oh, so God. really good shape here. It's good, good slate. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I don't think oh, Old Dominion is that bad of a ball team that they're going to get blanked like that. And App State, like they've, I mean, they gave North Carolina a run, but besides that, like, they lost to Coastal. They've they lost to Wyoming. Like, you know, they, they've had a couple of good wins and some close losses, but I don't think they're, like, miles better than Old Dominion. Like, they are, like, like the spread seems to indicate. Yeah, the um, the only other – I'm probably not going to do it, but if you are looking for a money line dog, Miami, Ohio's home dogs against Toledo, um, I'd say they're pretty comparable teams in general. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's really. I mean, like outside of the P five, G five is not looking great. I mean, Air Force Navy. Are you playing anything there, or just can't trust it because there's only going to be thirty points on the board? I mean, I, I'm for supporting troops. Can't can't take a side from the troops playing. Yeah, that's true. I got one other one. Uh, I'm going to roll with Hawaii minus one. Where? Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. At New Mexico? Yeah. The Lobos? Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm not tailing you, but I, I, I get – I'm picking up what you're putting down. Rainbow Warriors, baby. Got to ride, ride or die with them. Yeah. I just I, – I don't really like a lot of this other stuff. Um, no. I could probably do some deep diving and, like, find some overs I like, but I just really don't feel like doing that. Not for this week. and Not for the, no. the non-big games. No, I mean, I've got the Michigan State-Michigan game. I, I just – I gotta focus you got on that from here on you out. Got, you got enough on your plate this weekend. <laughs> yes, a true ass beating. I can't wait. Yep. I don't know, man. Weirder things have happened in that game. Weirder things have happened. <sighs> All right, man. Well, I think that's about covers it. You got anything else? Uh not right now. Just. 
right. trying to put some stuff together. I'm working on a piece. There we go. I like to hear that. Yeah, well, let's send everybody off into the weekend then. Thank you for hopping on and thank you all for listening. Be sure to catch us on happyhoursports.net or uh, Bennett's uh, alluded to article will be coming out there and any other pieces and picks. Uh, find us on Twitter at TNTCFDPod. Uh, the link to our Discord is in there, so hop on there and come talk ball with us or don't talk ball. You'll find us either one. Um, follow me at Big Time Tiller on Twitter. Bennett, what's, what's your handle again? Uh, Bennett underscore CFD. There we go. Follow us on Twitter and uh, don't tweet recruits. Yeah. Yeah, Michigan State's going to win. There we go. Dumb brain. That's the kind of, that's the kind of uh, hope you might like to hear going into a big rivalry weekend. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Have a good weekend, everybody.